0: Okay, so we're dar- we're starting Daf Zion we'll j- jump right back into we had a stero and we had a Mishnah in Tamid, which said that the Lishkas Hatlaim, which was inside of the area called the Besam Makid, if you remember from the pictures yesterday. Okay, that was on the north side parallel to the bath, and then that was the Besam Lakid. Inside of the Besam Makid, you had four mini rooms, like 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 the uh, Mishnah said. And the point is we're focused on the Lishkas Tlaim, which we the Mishnah in Tamid says is on the Ma Maravis, northwest corner. And in Midas it says it's on the southeast, uh, southwest corner, right? So is it northwest or southwest? Which corner of the, um, right, northwest or southwest? Now the difference would be just from practical nafgamina, that the base Micah was Chatzibachol and chazi right? We said that there were paspasim there. So, if it's on the northwest side, that's on the chol side; it's on the outside. If I'm on the southwest side, it's on the kaidish side. Okay, so that would be that could be a Um So now we're going to come and we're going to. So yesterday we said it was Reb sort of Lezer We tried to say maybe it's Reb sort of Yehuda, but we said, no, it doesn't work, with Yehuda, because he holds right. We tried to prove it was Reb Lezer from the fact that the eastern wall for Par, for the paraduma had a lower. Uh, the wall must have been lowered so they could see over it because it was not must be the Stam Tana, okay, because he holds that you have the extra um, elevation. We tried to ask maybe it's sort of Yehuda, maybe there's really no extra elevation. And the reason why they couldn't see the door unless they lowered the wall was because Ms. Bath was blocking the entire door and we proved that, that that couldn't be the case from the Stam over there. So now we're going to come and bring another answer and say, is it uh, northwest or southwest? And we're going to say the answer is both. It was very long. A person coming from the north, for a person coming from the north, it would appear, they would look, they would peer into the Lishkas, um, they would, in, into the Beis HaMoyked, and when were coming from the north, it looked like it was in the south okay, because it was pretty much in the south. Uda Asi a person coming from the south, Mishaz Ali and since it was so long, they would be sitting in the south and they would look and they would see it off on the angle. Normally, let's say you're coming from the south, so if you look at the left picture here, I tried to uh, crudely, uh, right, so I put the lishka slime, it was, it was a little offset. However, so therefore, and since it stretched all the way, a person who was approaching from the south, don't pay attention to the hours. yet, a person pays attention to the south, looked at the slime and he saw that it was off to his right as if it was on the north side. It wasn't completely on the north side, but to him it appeared that way. And that's where the answer is. It appeared like it was both. Right, but how, how would somebody see the slime if it was in another room? Like, it's like compartments, right? Yeah, a person, so either there the were doors open or a person like comes from that angle. I, was, I think there were doors open from all... Uh, look, we're going to see later that there were certain... There were certain lashakis, I know we're going to see this later. There's certain lashakis that had to be split, right? Let's say it's a lishka, and you'd probably have to say this is one of them, right? Normally we say that the Kedusha, the Techle Azara, would go based on the opening, okay? So if a, if a room only had one opening, so then no matter where it was situated, where the, we would go bus or where the opening was. We had this by the Mechilis, we had this a couple of times in the tunnels, okay? So now the base I'm making, the large one, what, must have had openings both ways. Because otherwise, what, what's, of what relevance is it that it's chatzibachol, um, chatzibachodesh? So it must have had an opening to the not and that determined it. So depending on, and, and, and the pictures kind of show it, right, if you're coming from the south, since that lishka slime stretched all the way, it looked like it was almost on the, on the outside, on the north side, because you looked to the right and you saw, it was still, there was still lishka slime, you saw a sheep there, and if you came from the south, it looked like it was on the north side. Okay? So now, uh, it was actually on the southwest corner. Again, offset, must have been offset a little. Okay, now how are we going to know that it was on the southwest corner? So the Gemara says, I'll tell you how, because I have another stira between Taman and Midas. Because we're now, in order to understand where the Lishkas Lacham was, so, ninon. And we answered, "A of small." okay so what 's going on over here? So Rashi explains, and if you want to if you can look at the first picture if you want, or you could look at Rashi, um, that the havamina of the Mishnah and Tamid is, if you look at the picture on the right over here, that the, the, the person approached from the north it lists the order of the tlum. it says so there was a havamina that the person was approaching from the north side, and then there was Tlaim, we'll see, on the northwest, Chais Beis And Lecham was on the northeast, and we had a stira, because if you looked over to the left, the, the, the Mishnah in Miday says Lecham was on the southeast corner, okay, bottom left, in our picture, right, I did, I did all, uh, the reason why the directions are uh, not north, right, the way you would view it is because I'm doing everything from the perspective of a person walking into the Beis HaMikdash, right, so the west, is where the north would be, furthest in, okay? So, lechem him. so we have a stira. It sounds like, based on the way the Mishnah says, is that he comes and approaches from the north and he goes counterclockwise. So, tzlayim, chay smais besameike lechem Okay, and that's how we count it. And that, that that results in Lecham Upana being in the northeast. And the stira is that in Midas it says Lecham Aponim is on the southeast. And how do we answer this stira? Amarav, hu nebreder of Yeshua? No. Really, they're both coming from the south. Now you can go to the arrows, right? Really, go look at the arrows on the left picture. Really, they're both coming from the south. Mark kachash ederech So the Mishnah in Midas said that what happened? The guy approached and he made a right turn. Mar that the Mission Talmud is saying the guy, we're, we're, we're counting it, not counterclockwise, but rather, clockwise, turning to the left. And then if you see the direction here, and then it's Tlaim, Chayis, space Beis, him, And that's how you end up, upon him on the southeast side. So that's how we answer this theory over there. Now, what do we see from here? Okay. E, Amrit, Bishlaim Maravis to So if you say that the Lishka's Tlaim was actually towards, or in the southwest corner, the way we explained it, so then how... Ha- if it was in the southwest corner, then everything jives, it makes sense, right? So the Mishnah and Tammit is, is talking about where he comes in from the south, okay, from the Kadesh area, from the Mizbah area, right? Comes from the south, and then when again, we're just counting what the order was, we're not actually saying anybody this, we'll see this in a second, but and then we we count it going clockwise so that is and that makes sense it ends up on the on the southeast corner my but if you say lishkas climb was really in the northwest corner then you're going to have a problem safe safe my upon him upon him is not going to end up it's not going to end up working right you're going to say that it's even if you go clockwise you're going to say it's climate it's going to end up uh, it's gonna end up in the northwest corner, right? The, if your time is in the north, I'm sorry, if your climb is in the northwest corner, then your chaismas would be in the northeast northeast corner, your baseman would be in the southeast, and your panah would be in the southwest. Right? Everything would be off one. So Elamaya must be that where was the climb? Must have been in the southwest corner. More simply put, Alam Sraminam Ravis <laughs> Tramis Haveshwaminah okay, that this whole site picture works, that we're saying we make a left, and we count in order of amalikin, that whole thing only works if the Lishka space is in the southwest corner. If it's in the northwest corner, everything else is going to be off. And again, there we had a stira. where's the lechem upon panim In the southeast corner, okay, the Mishnah seemed to say that it was in the northeast corner, and we said, no, really, it's in the southeast corner, that everybody agrees, it's not a stira. it's fine. That only, is all only makes sense if, if we look at the picture on the left, that the climb is in the southwest corner. So the Hamamina is that the directions of all of are in all the are in relation to the Be'es HaMikdosh, and the Gemara's Territ is it's in relation to the person walking in? N- no, again, we're not, this is not, and the Gemara's going to say this in the The Hamamina is that we counted it from the north, and the Lishkos climb was in the northwest. And the Lechama was in the northeast. for the Mishnah in Tamid. Yeah. Okay? So now, on that Raya, what did we say? We said that the Mishnah and Tamid is saying, the Mishnah in Midas, right? You want to know how he got the Lecham upon him on the southeast? He came from the south, and he made a right. That's where he ended up at the Lecham upon him, right? If you see Mishnah, Midas. Okay? But we said, how do you understand this here in the Mishnah and Tamid? Why Lachman upon him came last? It's because he started at Tlaim, he went to Chesimus. Tlaim, Chesimus, Pesamech, Lecham upon him. So it must mean when he approached from the south, he made a left. Okay? Like the top arrows. Sequence of arrows. How could he, how could he go left? You have to always turn right. We said this yesterday. We won't go up to Mizba'ah, you turn right. Right? You first go to the east. So the guy had to, so how could we answer that, oh, he went to the left? So the Gemara says... That's when it comes to let's say the avoid on the base uh, on the mizbeach. So you're right. When you're going to do an avoid, you always have to turn right first. Here we're just making a khajman as far as where the location of the rooms were, and therefore we're telling you how the Mishnah was counting. The order of the rooms. Not saying that when you do avoda, you're allowed to turn left. No, you have to turn right when you're actually doing the avayda, But here, we're just talking about where is the where is the um, you know geography? Where is the where are these rooms located? Okay, fine. We're clear. Arrows, things clockwise, counterclockwise. Okay, moving on. And we said in the Mishnah, we said that the kohen gadol. Okay, when he comes, he can that he can he does the avoda. We said he does the Avaida for these seven days, right? He wants to practice. And what did we say? We said that all is um sharkol ha yomim. Any other day, Im Right Salhakrib, makrib sha khaingadol makrib chhelik parash, mina khilik parash. So he does, he can do the abavaidah and he takes. So what is what's this talking about? Tanaraban. Kate said makrib khilpuresh. What does it mean that he could bring uh Khelaq, right? He can bring, he could do the Avaidah. Oimer, he says, so he steps in, the Kayanim are going about, we'll see what the Pisces was, the whole order was, he steps in, he says, by the way, I'm doing that today, this is on me. I'm doing the Mincha today. What does it mean that he takes a portion first? Okay. Oimer, he says, so the Chathos had parts that were eaten by the Kay'anim. Oshem Zani Okay, and, oh, and Asham has parts that are eaten by the Kayanam as well. So he can step in and basically say, I want to take that meat. I want that steak. Alright, and that is the deal with Kayanam. Now, now we're going to talk about Lechem. The So there's two types of Lechem we're going to discuss. There's the shtei Lechem like on Shavuos that they brought. Okay, and then we have the Lechem Aponim. So, I want to discuss just a little bit, a couple of things in regards to Lechem Aponim. The way it would work is, so we know that there were mishmeris, fixed mishmeris that served every single week. And what would normally happen was, they'll be of course, but what would normally happen is that the kaihanim would split those leaving from the previous mishmeras. So the, the change of mishmeris happened on Shabbos. Okay, that was lechma panim. They would, Yarech uh, say every week, right? They would come in, they would swap. They would bring in the new loaves, take out the old one. There were 12 panim. So panim. The lechem was eaten by the kaihanim, and it would get split between the mishmar that left and the mishmar that came in, okay? So now we have to address, one point, we'll get back to this in a second, but we have to address the fact that the kaihan gaudel is allowed to take from whatever he wants. So how much can he take of this lechem? Okay, but before that, the mishmar, there's a machlikis there, okay? Now what happened is that the, the job of the kaihanim, and one of the things they got paid for was for opening and closing the doors to the Asar, to the Mikdash, right? So it was their responsibility. Now, what happened was that the Mishmar that, since there was a change of Mishmar on Shabbos, and this was a perpetual issue, whoever opened the door Shabbos morning won Mishmar A, Mishmar B now had to close the doors. So Mishmar A didn't finish the job. So the question is, do we pay, fundamentally, do we pay Mishmar B for closing the doors? Okay? And then next week, Mishmar B, you don't close the doors. So again, they would lose because we had, they have to pay the next Mishmar for closing the doors. Correct. Would they do a complete opening and closing? Correct. The, the question, this is away. just a timing, timing of payment issue. Okay. This is, this is a, uh, a balance sheet issue, not a profit and loss. Okay. We're, we're deciding how much, you know, where's their cash flow? Are they getting more today when they come in? So in other words, like this. According to the Ma'an number, of holds that you pay them for closing the doors. So then you have 12 loaves. On a normal situation, it doesn't enter the picture. So then we would say that the Mishmar coming in would get 2 off the top as schar for closing the doors. And then there would be 10 left to split. And we'd each get 5. So it essentially it would be 7 and 5. Or you say that no, that you don't have to pay them because next week they're going to do the same thing. They're going to open the doors and then the new Mishmar that comes in is going to close it. They're going to always pay it forward. So therefore they just split at 6-6. Six, six. That's, that's the this. We'll see. it's Okay. So now, in regards to lechem, so we're talking about that the kohen gadol gets to take lechem. So how does he split the lechem? Um, okay, now we're gonna, we're, it's, it's cryptic. We have three things. Number one, he takes one out of the two chalos. That's the shtei lechem. So he's allowed to take one out of the two. <speaking in> the <language> he can take four or five from the lechem upon him. That's how much the kohen gadol can take. <speaking in the language> he always gets five. Shenamar, why? Rabbi Springs Apostle, he says, Shememar, The Kayan Gadol can get half. So Rabbi says, he always gets, the Kayan Gadol could always get half. If half, is six, half is five. He's saying, because he's going to go like the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda, who holds that there's two, for that's schar, for ha'gafah steles, for closing the doors. So there's only ten left to split. He's allowed to get half, and the Kayinam get half. Okay. So that that's simple to understand. Rebbe, Rebbe has to go like that, Shita, and that's why it's Lo Elam So now the Gemara asks, but here I don't understand. Hagufa Let's follow the progression. Hagufa Armit Neitel Chala Achas So he gets one out of two of the She'alechem. Money, Rabbi So that's Rabbi who holds. You always get fifty percent. You always get half. So that makes a lot of sense. There's two. He gets the kohen got the to take one. Paga So what's the middle case? Arba Echames upon him. Asen, the that goes according to the Rabbanon. The Rabbanon argue on Rebbe. There's another Machlickus here. Rebbe holds, you always get half. What do the Rabbanon hold? They say, no, it's not nice. You're right. And, and there's a the Machlickus uh, in the Rishonim how to learn this. You're right, you always get half, except that it's not Derech for the Kain Gadol to take full 50%. So we're going to back it down a little, a little bit. Okay? So that is like the Rabbanon. Rabbi holds, no, we always get half and the Rabbanon say you get less than half. So then how do you understand Asa and the Rabbanon? If there's four, it must be he's getting something less than half. Okay? So Asa and the Rabbanon So I don't understand. The first one is clear half and the, and the last case is clear half. We have in one b'risa, huh? and in the middle, it sounds like the Rabbanon. So, resha v'sefa, rabbi, umitsiasa, rabbanon? Is it going to go, rabbi, rabbanon, rabbi? That, that's sure to say that. It's one, okay? So, I'm a rabbi, and no. Resha, umitsiasa, rabbanon. Really, the resha, both the resha and the middle case, right? And really, the question here, uh, even the resha is rabbanon. I, why did the rabbanon hold, by sheteh alechem, you get full half, you get one of the two, because that it, it does, It's not proper to give a Kayin Gadol a broken piece. So when there's only two, the Kayin Gadol gets half. Normally, so if there was ten and we had to split it, so we'll say, okay, we'll give the Kayin Gadol instead of half five, we'll back it down a little only give him four. But if there's only two, we're not going to break off a piece so that he gets a little less than one, we'll give him the full half. The will so now, how do we understand? Okay, so the first case, the Shea he gets one out of two. The lechem upon him, he gets four or five. What does that mean, four or five? So my arba chamesh, the rabbanon, the army, nechnas neitel sheish, The who hold that you split the twelve evenly. There's no schar for agavas dallas, v'schar agavas loy. Okay, that there is no schar. You don't take anything off the top for closing the door. So, therefore, they're going to split the full 12. So, Mishnei Mesre Bai Miflig, there's a total of 12. They split. Half goes to the Kayan Gadol, and half goes to the Kehanim, the Mishmaris that are there. But, sir, that's Rabbanon Shita. So, we back off one, right? We only take five. Because we're going to give the Kayan Gadol a little less. It's not proper. Chamesh Shakel. So, therefore, he will take five. The Rabbi Yehuda, the Rabbanon, according to Rabbi Yehuda Shita, who says, that the incoming Mishmar gets two off the top for the Hagafetz, so closing the doors, the Yod Tzenei Telchamish, are only going to get five. So, right, they take two off the top and they split the remaining ten. So the, that means the incoming Mishmar gets seven and the outgoing only gets five. So now all they're really splitting is ten because two is not a split. That's not a Chelek. Two is payment for closing the doors. So therefore, may answer by There's only ten to split. Butzer But the gets four. So now we understand again. The, what did the, the brises say? It said the kaying v'shtaylach gets one out of two. He gets four or five, depending if you go like the rabbanon or like Rabbi Yehuda in regards to sechar And then Rabbi holds, no, you always get five. So then it makes sense. Okay, that's the way Abaya works out the suya, and it all makes sense. It's perfect. Okay, Rabbi says no. Kula, Rabbi, sorry, it's all Rabbi. V'saver Yehuda. Rebbe really holds like Rabbi Yehuda, which means what? He holds like Rebbe Yehuda, which means he says the kohen Gadol always gets 50%, and like Rebbe Yehuda, that there is Sechar There's always only, there's always 10 to split, okay? But you get a full 50%. So now I understand the first case with one out of two, that's 50%. The last case, he says, you always get five, which you're going to have to address. And the middle case says you get four or five. How could you win even, why four? Why would you ever get four? According to Revi, so the says like Hasha. Okay, so now there is one other rule we want to talk about Lechem Hapanim, which is that on the Lechem Hapanim, when it came to the Regel for Yantif, all the Mishmars, all hands on deck. A lot of kabbarnos were coming in; people who were early Regel. All hands on deck. All the Mishmars used to come. So what they used to do was, since all the mishmarus used to come, the Shabbos of the Regel, they all used to split the Lechem Hapanim, All the mishmarus. Okay, not that week. But the problem is, let's say you had yuntif that started on a Sunday or that ended on a you know Thursday night, so it ended on Arab Shabbos. Okay. Problem is, some people weren't going to be able to make it home or we be able to really make it there in time for the regal, so they either come early or stay late. Okay. So now the Shabbos that's before or after the regal that that gets split by the regular mishmaris. It's only the Shabbos of the regal, except that since these Kahanim came to partake in the avodah. So we're gonna give them something on those specific Shabbosim. Again, if Yantif either if Yontif either ended on an Arab Shabbos or started, it was where there's some Qahanim can go home, but some can't, right? Or so it ended on you know, a Thursday night, right? Uh, or it started on a Sunday. So some people used to come before Shabbos because they wouldn't be able to. Uh, you know, Sunday, on Sunday night, if people use coming for Shabbos, so they wouldn't be able to make it there. So, Had the Ikam Mishmar, Miss Mishmar, Miss e If there's a Mishmar, that's Miss right? So, again, there's all normally on a regular Shabbos, according to Rebbe, there's only 10 to split because two he holds of Schar in Rebbe Hudeshita Schar Hagavas Dalsa's. So, that's how you always normally have five. Why do you have four? In a situation where Yontif either ended early, uh, ended right before, close close to, close to Shabbos or started right after Shabbos. So then you have, it's called Mishmar HaMasakev. You have extras. Okay. Then Mishmar HaMasakev. So then they, the Mishmar HaMasakev, we're going to portion two again off the top for those people. Then there's only eight left. V'shaqal Arba and the god Gadol takes... Four, because he gets exactly half according to Rebbe. To which the Gemara just has one final kasha on Rava, which doesn't make sense, right? All the he needed to say was, he gets one out of two shei lechem, and then four or five of lechem upon him. What is Rebbe? Doesn't make any sense. It's just shver lashem. And the Gemara, blives shver, kasha. Okay? So, to summarize, we said that we were coming off of yesterday's stira that we said the Lishkas hat was in the uh, northwest of the Base of HaMikar. Then we asked the stira, what do you mean in Midas? It says, it's in the southwest. So we said, really, it's in the southwest, slightly offset and extends towards the north. And therefore, it uh, depends on which angle you were viewing it from. If you came in from the south, it looked like it was in the north, but really it was in the southwest. How do we know it was in the southwest? Because we had a stira in regards to Lechem Panim an apparent theory of, the, of understanding a Mishnah on Tamid. And the way we answered it was that, no, the upon him is really always in the southeast. And it's just a question of which way the guy approached him. In Tamid, we're saying he came in and made a left. And then we started counting. Tloim, Chais base Beis which we said was a little one, right? upon <speaking> him, <Spanish> okay? And that's how he ended up in the southeast. And if you say that Tloim is not in the south. A west corner. Then this whole answer is not going to make any sense because then it'll turn out that your lechem upon him every move everything to the right one your lechem upon him is really in the southwest. Okay, and that's not going to answer because we said the lechem upon is in the southeast. Okay, so that is one way of answering. and Then we asked, we just asked, how could you say that we're talking that he comes from the south and turns left? All corner, always ways you turn in the basement there's need to be to the right. So we said no, that we're not really doing an avayde here. We're just counting where the situation where the rooms are situated. Okay, and then we said that in the Mishnah, King those makar and that he could bring an oila, mincha, okay, etc. These are kulakal, cool kolos, to eat, and he can tell he can take a chilik from a chattos and asham. Now, in regards to lechem, right, we had a b'risa that said that he gets, what, is it, what does it mean he gets lechem? He gets one out of two of the shea lechem, and he gets either four or five of lechem upon him. Rebbe says always five. We have two ways of answering. Rabbi says, well, it depends. Abaya says that, because it sounds like the ratios Rebbe who says Rebbe holds you always get 50%. The Rabbanon holds you get a little less. So we said, really, the Risha and the Mitziasa are both going to be the Rabbanon. So you, one of two because there's only two and we're not going to give the kain pieces. So therefore, in that situation, who will get 50%. Four or five is depending on if you hold, we have to always back off one. So it depends on if they split 12 or 10, which is dependent on the whether you paid the, the incoming mishmar got two extra for the okay so that now if you if they visit two off the top then you only had ten to split if you only ten to split the kind takes one less so you only gets four and if there were twelve to split the kind gets five that makes sense if Rabbi holds no you always get five because he holds always like Rabbi Huda. that you always get 50% but there was always uh, that there is charegav astalces. Ravas said the whole thing is Rabbi Yehuda, and you want to know. So really, it should always be five. Why did it say? Why did we say four? Because in, in, there are some uh, weeks where if this yantif uh, yantif comes either either ends on a. Uh, you know, Thursday night or starts on a Sunday night. So then people, some of the people would come because they needed to be there for the service during the regal. So on that Shabbos, we would take, again, two additional off the top for them. And then like Rebbe says, we would split. And we'd buy that it says, Rebbe says, Chamesh, and that doesn't really make sense.